one random thought just to finish mm. this point from my perspective is that like you could you could change it by changing the incentives instead because why do the spawn points matter so much at the moment was well, because being first matters right that's true and if they fixed things like the static loot spawns then that might yes. that might go some way to help because then people wouldn't care as much people might want to choose different spawn points you know if you gave them the option then they wouldn't just be like closest to resort every time you know um i don't know Something along those lines, anyway. I'm sure they've got some ideas, but it's mm-hmm. um, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a pain. It's a bit of a pain. I think they would have to like. I think it, I think the problem is just inherent to the game mode, so to speak, because it's kind of like mm. it's kind of like counter. I think it was like Counter Strike in a way. Yeah, like it's very like static. If they can perhaps change the game mode to more open worldish, more dynamic, more like you know the loot bonds or you like come and go out of certain maps you know yeah. I, I don't know they'd have to like, exactly. completely redesign exactly. the system like yeah so. and it's kind of like a more like daisy kind of thing right the, the exactly, world is like yeah. semi-permanent and mm-hmm. you're coming coming and going from raid someone might be at the end of their raid but you're just at the beginning but loot spawns like loot refreshes between every 30 minutes to one hour and you don't know mm-hmm. when like that that kind of thing right or it might not yeah. be there at all when you when you spawn in and then like 30 minutes later it's gonna be there you just have to keep checking various places but it's not just like you know if you rush there right at the beginning of the raid it there's no guarantee that it's going to be there at all because someone might have already done it in a previous raid i don't know something like that because that would kind of fix something it because like then yeah then you wouldn't yeah you wouldn't need everybody to spawn in simultaneously Welcome to Scav Talk, an escape from Tarkov podcast with a focus on the continuing development of the game, patch notes analysis, theory crafting, and general gameplay discussions. I'm one of your hosts, Church. And I'm your other host, Gigbeef. And welcome to the show. So, jumping right into it. Yes. You saw the Reddit post, I assume, that Nikita put out. Yes, I think this is a good place to start. Um, yes. The Nikita, the Nikita posts are always kind of gold dust <laughs> in terms of you know the, the mapping and pathway. They're really the only thing we get right uh, in yeah. terms of like what they're doing and where they're going. Because I know people talk about having some kind of like roadmap, um, but these really are these really are it. Right, you have to click on you train Fender on Reddit and look through his posts. <laughs> it's genuinely the best way. I'm oh, so you're sorry. You're uh... yeah. <laughs> It froze on me because someone's calling my phone and it crashes the. <laughs> I forgot to turn off, turn on do not disturb mode. Otherwise, telemarketers will constantly call me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, while you while you fix that, while you fix that, um, it is good when he when he posts something just because yeah we get some you know we get a bit of yeah a look behind the curtain. So, I mean, if we just like read a few bits from what he said here. So, what was he said? What, what have we done? Held a lot of increased player counts after New York, um, so New Year events. Did a lot of stabilizing tasks on the back end to prevent excessive failures. So, increasing player counts. I think that's something that um, that they said they were doing on Woods in, in the first place, where it was going to be quite low player counts to begin with, and then they were upping it. So, that's quite interesting to see that they're you know trying to push as many people into the service as possible as a complete random aside that might actually be why there's not as many scabs on the map but anyway um on banned, banned a lot of cheaters banned texture hack files i did actually hear about this from someone else you can make things invisible mm-hmm. balancing changes 
economy changes, weapon changes. I mean, we know about a lot of these and decreasing camera recall, which I guess we can speak about a bit later. Um, test the fuel shortage scenario. Got lots of info for dynamic economy events, autom- automatization. We've got huge feedback, everything related to the game, which helps us do further planning. I mean, it's um, I mean, it's, it's very positive, right? It's, it's very positive. I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, the what when I was reading this, that second note really stuck out to me because I think I remember hearing from um, Veritas when he did that video where he interviewed the hacker. I don't know if you mm. remember that. Yeah. Um, or if you even saw it. Yeah, but, it, was, um, it was a good one. <laughs> I'm Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were saying that because they didn't like sign like uh, i forget the the technical term but someone else someone else i want to say it was one peg i want to give him credit where credit's due he basically got information that what they would do is they would change the they would modify the game files to like basically draw you know make the characters really bright really pop out or draw like their skeleton through walls and stuff right but they would have it where it would match the um file size oh so I then see. the anti-cheat would just or whatever the game anti-cheat would just check for the same file size and that's kind of how they got past it and apparently that's been the game for a very long time interesting so they've um interesting is that, that just issue. like the the texture hack one because i went on um i was on someone's mm-hmm. stream the other day and they were talking about this and i think someone else mm-hmm. in chat uh, there was actually another streamer in their chat saying, oh, I think it's fixed, actually. Um, because otherwise you could basically just do, like, supposedly you could just do wall hacks by changing your game files locally, which I think is kind of what you're talking about. Yeah, um, that sounds about the same. Mm, which it is, sounds like it's one of those things yeah. that was, um, it just became more and more popular, and it's. I guess it's just gotten to their radar now. I'm not too sure. but Yeah, exactly. Glad it's fixed, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, the, yeah, so... Um, the increased player count thing, mm-hmm. I guess, like, yeah, I guess that's just about like having, you know, tons of people come back into the game as well. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know whether that does mean per server. I kind of immediately read that as, you know, within a particular server, they're kind of maxing <laughs> Me too. Out the I thought it was, I thought it was New York, but then I realized it was New Year's event. I, I read it out as New York on the first <laughs> yeah, pass same. just because it's like, come, you know, just comes straight naturally off the, off the tongue. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, because the reason why I thought that was because originally they said, okay, Woods, we're going to have, you know, however many people are going to be on it, it's like 11 or something on the new mm-hmm. Woods, even though it's twice the size. And then we're going to slowly increase it higher and higher to where it should be over time because we want people to be able to explore the map and not just be like tripping over each other the whole time like they are on every other map, you know, spawn killing and um, yeah, and all of that stuff. So that's kind of what I thought they meant. But on second read, I actually think that probably means just like overall player numbers and them just getting mobbed to be fair like this wipe has been really good for that like the, been the really launch good. day was great and there's yeah. been you know some issues but compared to other wipes it's been very smooth honestly as far as i'm yeah. concerned it's been very smooth yeah. there's been a, there's only Absolutely. been a couple of times when people can't play and stuff yeah there yeah a ton of people have praised them for this being one of the smoothest wipe and you know you've been playing longer than i have so you can definitely test to that i'm sure yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've not been playing for, you know, I'm not a an, an dinosaur of Tarkov, but I've been playing <laughs> long enough to to have, you know, there's 
you come and sit down to play and then it's like three hours later you still can't and that kind of thing which is i mean it's frustrating right if you, especially if you've got like windowed slots where you say okay well i'm going to play from here to here and you know you've got other things going on and then you you try to and then the servers go down literally as you as you sit down at the pc and yeah. you're like well uh okay so i'm glad all that's that a lot of that is fixed um so yeah they did a lot of balancing changes i mean we talked somewhat about economy and, and weapons mods and things like that last time and um, they said, "Yeah, decreased camera recall." What do you think about it? Have you have you played a lot with it so far? As soon as I read that, I was like, "Oh!" And then I saw some videos and some Reddit posts about it, and I went and tested it, and I could like my AK one hundred three build, like it felt like the old a- meta AK build, like it's because it's all just a. If I understand it correctly, it's just a visual. Because you have your, so to think about it, you have like your your gun recoil, right? That kicks up. But yeah. then you have this camera recoil, which is like your actual um, player model, like your view model, uh, your first person model is actually kicking up with it. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it can throw a lot of people off because it's like your center of your screen, like where your reticle is actually like moves uh, up, I think. Yeah or down i can't remember but it's really weird to get used to it is weird it is weird and i think like what's supposed to happen is that the the screen is supposed to kind of move up with the weapon but not more than because otherwise it's strange and i think that's why people were finding it very confusing because Mm, the screen was moving like more i think it was like there were certain guns that it was really bad for the saiga being one of them saiga 12 where the more yeah. you shot, the higher your screen went, but the gun stopped moving. And so your gun would just like disappear off the bottom of the screen kind of thing, <laughs> which which was just really, really odd. So I think it's I think it's good. I think it is good. It does make it more controllable because the screen is not jumping around as much. Right. I don't think, yeah, I think it's one of those things that it's, it's nice and people will stop complaining about the Saiga and then everyone just kind of forget about it and it'll just go back to the way it was. I, I think it's an interesting one because I don't think it, yeah, it doesn't change the actual recoil of the weapons, just the perceived, right. the perceived sort of difficulty of controlling them because of how hard it was to figure out with the camera. The, the honest truth for me, I actually don't think it's made a huge difference to, um, not a huge, to difference. Me. not I a mean, huge difference, but I think it's, I, I think it probably helps at the lower end of the budget spectrum, you know, like that's stock probably AKMs really true. And that kind yeah. of thing. That's probably really true. So apparently think, the yeah. go ahead. I don't know, I just think it's quite a good balancing thing, right? It doesn't really affect the you know, the, the guys at the end game, but it helps kind of uh, the people the people who are new a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Um nothing. Okay. All right. Um yeah, yeah so the next one, testing the fuel shortage scenario. it's it's interesting to see that there was actually, you know, specific reason for that to try and figure out how it works and i think yeah i think it was good for them to do we did talk about it quite a lot last time but i'm glad they got a decent amount of test information for as they say the dynamic economy and events yeah, that but, they can automate what is is that what autumn is because like i don't know because it that didn't really feel automated no like, they... but i think they need to test to see like how how it's going to the market affects the system yeah and then they could say okay given that this response then we can you know try to put something in place that 
happens automatically. Because I think that's the thing they wouldn't want to do is just like, you know, they go, oh, we're going to slash the rates of fuel in game, but they only slash it by 25% or something and nothing really happens. Or they go, oh, we're going to slash the rates of fuel and they slash it down to like 2% and then like the game blows up and fuel cans are a million rubles. I don't know. See, I, 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 <laughs> I almost assume that was a change to sort of nerf the Bitcoin farm. I mean, obviously it affects everyone, if even if you don't have a Bitcoin farm, but that was my assumption. But um, I guess that's not the case yeah, that they're saying here. Exactly. I think there's a lot of people who thought that, and me too, because, you know, Bitcoins, it started, it started to come back down again to like 460, 450 or whatever. And then Elon tweeted today and now it's back above you know, 500,000 rubles in game, which is quite, it is quite funny that, you know, you have these real, real world events. Bitcoin jumps for it. I think it was thirty-one k. It was like down to thirty-one k or something, and I was back up to like thirty-six, thirty-seven. And so I was like, "Oh, sell the bitcoin, sell the bitcoins now!" After uh, after that tweet, which is pretty entertaining. But yeah, no, I, I, it seems like it was kind of unrelated, unrelated to that. Um, that's actually, yeah. As a kind of aside, there was a comment made on the, on the community podcast about about that and about the price of bitcoin mm-hmm. and about whether players who slammed through and got to a full bitcoin farm already should really be reaping in just like one and a half million rubles a day for not doing anything um i mean i could kind of see the argument both ways it was like well the players who are doing that typically aren't relying on it anyway to make money so it doesn't really matter but the same in the same way you know a million and a half ruble tailwind is actually quite significant yeah i mean that's easily depending on how much you spend or how you know how many traders you have unlocked that's easy like four kits yeah more and and that's the thing it kind of just is that cushion right where even if your raids aren't actually profitable right. you don't lose money anyway because you just got this uh this extra buffer because you know even if you're yeah yeah exactly compound over time and... yeah even if you're you know you're only even if you're only surviving 40 percent of the time or something and coming out with 80 percent of the loot so for your overall losing money that one and a half probably will make up for it in the long run i know it's interesting yeah um what else oh yeah worked out general plans for the year fine so that was kind of the 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 first stuff that they were talking about in terms of what they've actually done which is cool um i don't know if you had any more comments on that before we just move on to the what they said of what's being done right now (laughs) um not really i mean yeah yeah okay fine well let's let's have a look at it then so 2 12.10 12.10 Network fixes and optimization, AI, a couple of medium features. I don't really know what that means. And more yeah. detailed information in the next Tarkov TV Live. So fine, it's just optimization. That's okay. Same thing with the next one, improvement, network improvements, blah, blah. Different, right, working on, this is one that intrigued me, working on different network slash netcode improvements to further reduce lags, desyncs, disconnects. Some of the changes may require ETS testing. Now this to me, right, working mm-hmm. on netcode improvements, right, that's fine. That's just normal. Working on different network, yeah, as a, as a statement means like I don't know. Do you, do you think maybe they're testing client authoritative God, servers? So. <laughs> oh, sorry, um, server authoritative uh, uh, game rather than client authoritative. I don't know. That... I think I think I think they could be. I think they could be. That that was the first thing when I read that. I was like, ah, I wonder if they're changing the model underneath. That's why it needs to go to ETS. That or they're converting their servers to a higher tick rate or more uh what's the word and i guess consistent or even mm. integer tick, yeah tick rate. it could be it could be i mean either which way no matter which way it goes i'm excited about it it sounds great yeah. it sounds really yeah. good i hope that they um 
I hope they come to some kind of awesome conclusion and, and fix it and make it amazing. Can you, can you imagine if it had the net code? Even of, if it's just yeah. like, like 10% um, improvement as far as like desync or um, delay on, you know, because yeah. like it would just, it would just help so much, dude. So much. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then start to work on the pretty big list of audio slash sound fixes. I mean, that's going to be going on forever, I think. It's going to take them a long time to fix that. Audio is quite difficult, but yeah, try to put audio into, on stairs. That would be that'd be nice. Be a nice start. <laughs> um, moving to Unity twenty nineteen, that's going to be a big a big job for them. But again, it's not really much to actually comment on on that. Continue improve backend. Working on ah, working on the ballistic settings of all objects on locations, improving and fixing penetration, ricochet chance, and collecting ballistics colliders. That sounds that sounds pretty cool. To be able to have more, you know, destructible terrain or not having just impenetrable wire fencing, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, yeah, but the other thing that I wonder is, is for, I, I assume you know, but for those who don't know, there is a bug in the game with fragmentation, which fragmentation is when your bullet has a chance to, like, crit, basically. Um, if the bullet doesn't have higher than 20 pin or 21 pin, then it can't yeah. even proc that fragmentation, even if it has a chance to proc it. Like it just won't work at all. Um, so I wonder if when they say fixing penetration, if that at all relates to that. I don't know because that's been yeah. in the game for a very long time. It has, and I, I wonder whether they want to fix it at this point. I don't know because I don't even know what that would mean for certain rounds. I mean, it would make certain right, rounds yeah. really crazy. <laughs> And it's like something like a rip round. Like, mm-hmm. should that have a fragmentation value? Because it like it fragments by default. That's that's kind of like its right. default stance. So I'm not sure. It sounds a bit strange. That I do, I do I do like the idea of improving the actual ballistics with various materials, though. Mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. I do think that's good. I remember reading somewhere where they were saying that you know they're even going to go down to the level of cars will be you know penetrable in different ways, and like the engine block won't be penetrable without the you know heaviest rounds or whatever so you can like sit near the bonnet and um and you're gonna be much more protected than if you're kind of like down in you know by the passenger door in the, in the back in the back or something i don't know whether they yeah. can actually get to that level of detail or not it sounds like a, a very a nice to have thing in amongst all the other things that they want to get done i don't really know yeah i think right now they have a very basic system in place because i noticed when you like try to like shoot a door or like a on shoreline inside a resort, there's like this cabinet near yeah. uh, East Swing, and it's like there's a part where it's just like literally just a sh- like a thin sheet of wood, and you shoot it, but your bullet will like just dart and random like a random cone, like it doesn't yeah. go straight through. So I wonder yeah. if maybe they're gonna do something with that. I mean, it's even like the, the metal the metal wall on gate three, you can pen that with like high pen oh, really? rounds. Yeah, but only only high pen rounds can go through. I'm not. Right. I can't remember if PS can go through, but BS seven six two can. And um, again, it's got the same thing. So you know, the bullets deviate out of it and lose, yeah. lose damage. But I don't know. I, yeah, I think it's quite simplistic at the moment. But we'll see. I don't, how much difference that will actually make? I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. What about the factory expansion though, and the factory boss? Thank God, dude. I love factory, but I hate the, the spawn and forklift. That's the only thing that bugs me. I wonder how they're going to do it. I wonder whether it's going to be 
a little bit of the outside of customs or something and then the factory itself because like what i I don't know like i'm really torn on it because i don't know whether it would just be nice to keep it all indoors or whether it would be better to have it kind of like you know in the raid series where you've got like yeah the outside area you have to like move in and blah blah i don't know which is i don't know which would be better well i think what they're gonna do because one of the q a's they did on twitter or they posted on twitter was related to the map to map travel in the Mm -hmm. future um and apparently you have to go to factory to labs to get the street yes so they might have some type of lab entrance near factory or in factory and maybe you have to use that extract to go to labs i don't know yeah i always did kind of wonder how that was even going to work because they said oh yeah factories mm-hmm. the entrance to labs i'm like there must be some kind of like event that you trigger there because like labs is no near factory <laughs> yeah as it's far, a long far, distance on as the far map. as we can tell right and like unless labs yeah. is somewhere because everybody assumed that labs is in streets somewhere I don't think it's mm-hmm. I don't think it's ever been stated that that's true. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but I don't think it's ever been stated that that's true. Like maybe maybe Labs is in customs. Maybe Labs is maybe Labs is right next to a factory. Who knows? Well, I mean, if you know. look at the map, like the in-game map, Labs is like off to the left of streets, but it's like way up in the top left corner. It's just like just a kind of random building. Like yeah. I'm not so sure about the about that map in game. I'm not sure mm-hmm. how if that's actually going to link like up final... properly yeah because i actually did yeah. like i did a um i did a stupid amount of research into this for no mm-hmm. for no real reason it was actually when i was making like the story video kind of thing and yeah. i was going to do more stuff on the law and it was one one avenue that i was investigating and that map is actually the contract wars map which is oh really yeah which is which is interesting and there's a bigger version um that you can find which is all in russian and but when you spend a bit of time looking at it you can see that the map doesn't actually correspond completely to the maps in game i don't think um it didn't i couldn't quite make it link up uh, because it was obviously like a much Mm. earlier edition of what they actually wanted to do so things on shoreline are different like positioning of certain bits is different like woods just doesn't really fit at all like where where Mm -hmm. woods is there's like a motorway that goes over the top kind of thing on that map if you look at Mm. it closely i was like "Hmm, unless that's like been destroyed or something but it's like there's no way that that would actually fit at all it just doesn't really work so i'm i kind of like disregard that map i think that's probably old are they still use it in game um but i don't think that's going to be the end result so i was like fine i'm just gonna like ignore what it says here about labs because i don't i don't think that's relevant anymore um, but people always kind of like put it in streets. And I guess I guess it kind of makes sense because you assume it probably is in like some kind of urban setting. You've got like an underground car park with like a fairly wide road coming out of it, right? Um, so it's, it probably is in the city center somewhere. Like it's unlikely to be in the customs area because that's like very sort of industrial and, and also quite, I guess, green in some ways. It's like factories rather than uh, you know, built up kind of metro. So I don't know. It's interesting. But then, in, yeah, in that way, it's like, how is how will factory be an entrance to labs unless it's like you have to go and get something and then that's like, oh, and then you're going to get magically teleported to labs because, you know, well, you're going to meet a dude and he's going to take you there. I don't know. Like, Maybe that'd be like some of, car extra. Yeah, yeah, like a car or something like without some event. I don't really see how it's how it's possible. Or maybe there's like, I don't know. Or can you imagine that like some kind of underground train or something? It's like a service train, it'd like a delivery cool. train. I mean, kind I of imagine they're going to it would just be like you fill in the gaps in your imagination. 
I think for now. You know? yeah, yeah, I think that's how it's going to be. I think for now. So we'll, we'll see. Factory boss, though. The only thing, I don't know, you, you played Metal Gear Solid. The um, no. the first thing that pops into my head for anyone who's played Metal Gear is um, Vulcan Raven. It's basically just a huge fat man with a huge minigun. That's like when I think I of think like a factory about, boss, yeah. like I just, that that idea just pops into my head. I don't, it just feels right. It just feels right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it could be like. Can you imagine if there's a boss there at the moment with the size it is? It'd be insane. It would actually just be insane. There was a uh, Reddit post a while ago, and it was like, there should be a factory boss. It could be Michael Scott with a stapler gun. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people have said that the factory boss should be Nikita, too. Oh, that's funny. Nikita with his um, 366 uh, Vepa. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not sure how that's going to pan out. I think it's going to really depend on what they do with the, the factory expansion as to what feels right with that. Otherwise, it's just going to be a mess. I think it's just going to be a real, real mess. Like, factory's a mess anyway. Um, yeah. But just could be fix the good. spawns, man. That just mm. there's, you know, a, a bit of a, a tangent. But I was watching uh, Summit One G, and he spawned on Shoreline, but he got like the most awful spawn. Is it the like, swamp one? No, the opposite corner, like by the okay. train cart in the where that CCP temporary is at. Oh yeah, that one. Like way back in the corner, and he was like. He was so mad because he's like, we didn't get the god spawn. The guy that got the god spawn, he's already in resort. He's done. He's running around with his hatchet, looting everything. Meanwhile, I'm out here fighting PMCs with Untar armor and and AKs. Yeah. So you know, and he's like, we're dicking around, and we're you know, it's just like, I just I don't know how they solve the spawn issues, but it's just man, like that. Yeah, it's pretty that rough. spawn. There's like one. There's like a couple spawns by a resort. That it's just like, man, if you get the spawn, you're just like uncontested. Mm. What like I would just like run in there is just completely change it. I don't know how you do it mm-hmm. yet, but I was like thinking of some kind of way in my mind that like you kind of like pick some like I don't know, you kind of like pick somewhere along the edge, and then it kind of like shuffles it like shuffles you around or something i don't really know it's not like a fully formed idea yet but i was like thinking of something something like that where you kind of like you pick your end you pick your sort of um your starting location i know you used to be able to do that because if you had the game map then they have a system like that yeah yeah you you used to be able to do that um but like they'd need to make it so that some spawns weren't as good or maybe uh, maybe even like give you some kind of disadvantage for being so i don't know i'm not sure i'm not sure yet but like the way it is right now is too it's way too rigid I don't really like it. It's like it's like chess openings, right? It's just like, oh, I spawn here, and so there's a guy there, and there's a guy here. I don't, I don't yeah. like the, the fact that you have like perfect information as soon as you arrive. Exactly. I think it sucks. I think it sucks. A lot um, of they, people, yeah, they should do like about scabs it. for that reason because mm-hmm. it's like you don't, you have no idea what's. You have zero information. You're just spawned at 32 minutes. Maybe you have like an idea of kind of what's happening with 32 minutes in this raid. I kind of like know. Yeah. It's you know, if it was like 10 minutes left in the raid, and you know, like okay, it's mostly scabs, you know. But, yeah, exactly. Um, and it's kind of you know, it goes no both idea. ways too. Yeah, it goes both ways because it's like uh-huh. you don't know where anybody is, but at the same time, like they don't know you spawned either. They don't know where you've spawned. It's true. So yeah. you're kind of like, well, I can go and do whatever. Like people aren't just going to suddenly be like, like straight in at me. Right. Um, not at the beginning because it is it is annoying that it is annoying. People are going to know where everybody is, and they're going to you know, rush the spawn point. That is the most kind of uh what vulnerable to your point because some mm. just some spawn points just have a big advantage on others they just they just do you know like 
customs if you don't want to run straight across to Krakow's or whatever, and you fall in that southeast big red one, and you could just kind of like camp under the train yeah. like, down the road or whatever. It's just like it's very difficult for someone who's in the trailer park uh, spawn to do yeah. anything. I think it's I think it's tough, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not really sure how you fix it. Like, yeah, I, th- I think it's, it would almost be just be better if they just added like just a ton of spawn points. You know, and they're all. I guess, like, then it would still be, it still really wouldn't work because it'd have to be contingent on each other. I was thinking, like, you have kind of like series of spawn points where everybody spawns, like, you know, here, and then, or it's like here, and everyone's like shifted, so you always spawn somewhere else. But then you kind of would still know the distance between you and the next guy. Yes, it's tricky. It's not easy. It's not easy. I guess, like, (laughs) one random thought, just to finish Mm -hmm. this point, from my perspective, is that like you could you could change it by changing the incentives instead because why do the spawn points matter so much at the moment was because being first matters right that's true and if they fixed things like the static loot spawns then that might yeah that might go some way to help because then people wouldn't care as much people might want to choose different spawn points you know if you gave them the option then they wouldn't just be like closest to resort every time you know um i don't know something along those lines anyway i'm sure they've got some ideas but it's mm-hmm. um it's a bit of a it's a bit of a pain. It's a bit of a pain. I think they would have to like I think it I think the problem is just inherent to the game mode, so to speak. Because it's kinda like mm. it's kinda like counter I think it was like counter strike in a way. Yeah. Like it's very like static. If they can perhaps change the game mode to more open worldish, more dynamic, more like you know, the loot bonds or you like come and go out of certain maps you know yeah. I, I don't know they've had to, like, exactly. completely redesign exactly. the system like yeah so. and it's kind of like a more like daisy kind of thing right the, the exactly, world is like yeah. semi-permanent and mm-hmm. you're coming coming and going from raids someone might be at the end of their raid but you're just at the beginning but loot spawns like loot refreshes between every 30 minutes to one hour and you don't know mm-hmm. when like that that kind of thing right or it might yeah. not be there at all when you when you spawn in and then like 30 minutes later it's gonna be there you just have to keep checking various places but it's not just like you know if you rush there right at the beginning of the raid it there's no guarantee that it's going to be there at all because someone might have already done it in a previous raid i don't know something like that because that would kind of fix something it because like then yeah then you wouldn't yeah you wouldn't need everybody to spawn in simultaneously um and it would kind of break up the flow of the map a little bit and be a bit less right as you say, static run, rigid, less mm-hmm. about kind of, you know, right, let's do Tarkov 101 and bring up the map and then look at all the spawns and draw lines from all the spawns to all of the points and like, oh, and then you just like sit across various various lines like that and that's how you kill people at the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Make it a bit less like that, I think, would be quite would be quite good. I think they could do it. I think they could do it, but it's going to take a big game change. As you say, right, the game mode kind of inherently... Mm-hmm pushes this this type of play because it's like you know instance driven raid driven all the loot spawns right at the start and right then everything resets and you go into another one and everyone spawns simultaneously it's um yeah it's not ideal but i i can't imagine this is the way they want it forever given they want open world and all this other stuff so eventually one day soon (laughs) (laughs) tm soon tm (laughs) soon tm soon tm okay so that was kind of uh Factory expansion and factory boss. Then, right, numerous upcoming visual changes. Um, sounds nice. <laughs> so it sounds as good. long as it doesn't, you know, hinder performance too much. I th- personally, I think the game looks great as is. So, if they're by upcoming visual changes, if they mean like improving, like 
fog distance or like things of that nature. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. RTX maybe pog <laughs> <laughs> ray tracing. <laughs> oh my god, my computer would explode. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that after getting a new PC because right now my game looks kind of rubbish. Um, but mm-hmm. I, have, I have to. I don't have. I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't have anti aliasing turned on, for example. Ooh, at all. I, do yeah i mean for me it's not a huge performance hit yeah maybe but, i'll try yeah. at some point i don't know i haven't I haven't touched my settings for a long time anyway that's kind of a, a side point mm-hmm. working on the first iteration of scav karma i'm kind of nervous about this one i gotta be honest <laughs> i don't know how this is gonna go at all yeah i have no idea what this is gonna mean i really don't like you kill other scavs and then the cult's gonna come after you. I, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure. Maybe AI scavs are just always gonna be, you know, permanently aggro against you. It's gonna be something like you kill scavs. You either get a longer timer on your scav, or your scav gets less and less gear. Like you start going down the tier list. I don't know. Could That's be. kind of. You know, yeah, I was thinking the... like, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I, I was thinking like AI scabs would just automatically be hostile to you right from the outset. But I don't know how you'd that ever fix that. That would be pretty that. interesting. Yeah, that would be pretty interesting. How would you ever fix that? Right? It's like, oh, you know, got to not kill some scabs, and you're like, yeah, but they're, they're all shooting me on site now. <laughs> Maybe like after you die a couple times, and the scabs trust you again. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I think that would be quite interesting. I think it was. Um, it's funny also because they said about how they wanted to bring in karma system for everybody and they're focusing on, okay, we're going to bring in the iter- the first iteration, ju- you know, scav karma just for scavs to kind of, I assume, to prevent the whole scav versus scav killing situation. But eventually right. they want to have PMC um, karma too, but because there's no real effect of having the, the factions at the moment and you just really yes. can't tell from a distance as to who's who, yeah. I, it would make it kind of impossible. So I'm kind of glad that they've fixed it just on scavs. Yeah, you can kind of tell, I, and it does make sense. Yeah, I think they need more systems in place to bring on the full karma system. I yeah. think the game needs to feel more open world, like you know, living than raid to raid for that to work. Yeah, and some of the other NPC factions that they said they're going to talk about, like mm-hmm. you know, the UN, the Blue Helmets, and then um, Russian Army and stuff. Which I'm, I'm, I'd be excited for that. That'd be super cool. Yeah, cool. that'd be cool. One of the things that kind of bothers me the current scav system how it works is like say you you know you're scaving in whatever and you see somebody and now the ai is more complicated they do a lot more random things you know Mm. you kind of have to like really analyze them more and then he shoots at you and say he misses but you shoot back and kill him then the scavs are aggroed on you yeah because that guy never hits you yeah you know that's kind of like that's still true like it's better than it used to be but with the whole you get hit and then you kill them and then they, they're still okay with you because that used to not be the case and that was that was mm-hmm. rubbish honestly you'd win the firefight and then get gunned down by four other scavs anyway which <laughs> sucks so it's it's better it's better but it's quite difficult to kind of i think I mean, it must be quite hard programmatically to, for them to detect you know intent to kill because yeah. it could happen randomly as well it'd probably be but it'd probably be too hard to even... tricky, but maybe they'll maybe yeah. they'll do it at some point I don't know. I can think of like some ways that you might want to do it. You know, proximity of shots to other players. That's what players. I was thinking, but that's probably so hard to like. Yeah. Calculate because they have to like take the player's vector and like have a certain you know parameter and 
Yeah, I think it wouldn't be too difficult to put something in place like that, but to have it so that it doesn't just like randomly, you're just like, well, what the hell? Like, you know, now I'm just getting shot by scabs because like you fired a bullet and it went across half of yeah. customs as a collateral <laughs> damage and went near another player's scab. And you're like, come on, dude, that's crazy. To have like, to, to you know, not have those kind of things happen, I think would be, is quite, quite tough. That is quite tough. Yeah. Um, well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's good. I think it's good. Um, and then what else? They've, they've started working on the first storyline quest, working on Streets of Tarkov, um, as as they are as they are doing. Storyline oh. quest. I mean, yeah, I think it's good. What, what, what was that? What's that? You look like you've had an inertia, idea. inertia yes. model, dude. Inertia. I mean, Streets is great. Storyline quest quest is great, but inertia model. I am super interested. I I wish I was in ETS because I would love to try that out. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm nervous. I'm interested. Yeah. I think they just need to tweak up the inertia a bit on cha- on full changes of direction. Well, and the, they have they definitely there have is the, none. Yeah, there is none at all at the moment. Yeah, so they need <laughs> the to tweak thing... it. So that it's I don't I don't want them to make I don't want them to go crazy though. Yeah, I'm a little crazy. nervous. I mean, if they do go crazy, it would be interesting. Just because I've never played a game where it's like you feel really a first person shooter where you like feel your sluggishness of your character like i've never played that before so it'd be interesting i don't know if it'd be good i probably wouldn't like it because if but... you did you um do you play PUBG? no okay. but i've seen yeah PUBG never felt that bad when i played it back in the day mm-hmm. i think probably because i came from daisy before which was kind of similar because that was based on armor oh, okay and before that i was playing dota so i actually hadn't played any fps's for a while Mm-hmm. And then, but move, going back, I played like a game or two of, of PUBG coming from Tarkov. Oh my God. It's like dragging, like your your player model is like a sack of potatoes and it's like dragging this sack around to try and maneuver from place to place. Tarkov what? was actually quite and... freeing in comparison oh, yeah, to PUBG. It was PUBG. like, oh my goodness. Yeah. And I played a bit of Squad recently as well. And that's, that's even worse by design. Yeah. <laughs> um, squad is, Squad is horrible to actually play. As well, like, mm-hmm. one of the things it's like, I can completely see why they've done it like that because it's not about the individual player. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'd be interesting to talk about Squad at some point, but that's for another, that's another time. Um, yeah, but, for sure. but it's, um, it's just like, I find it quite frustrating, actually, to just like physically play the game. It's like, <laughs> I was talking to some friends about it and I was like, Squad is like, you know that, you know that th- those dreams you get where someone's chasing you and you're trying to run, but you just like, you, you're not going anywhere. That's yeah. what playing squad is like. That's what the movement <laughs> in squad feels like. You're like, you're trying to run away from someone, but like your guy can't hardly move. You're like trying to like turn get some speed up, but you're getting shot at. Oh my God, it's horrible. And then you, you know, you can only run for a little bit and it feels so slow because the maps are so big and you're kind of running at a realistic speed, which most games don't have either. Cause I mean, even, even in Daisy, I think if you, everything looks like it's realistic right but then if you actually measure the character's like run speed or something it's like you know as, as fast as kind of a medium pedaling bike or, or whatever just because otherwise <laughs> the game just feels awful but like if you actually yeah. were doing it in real life you didn't be nowhere be going that quickly at all whereas squad's kind of like you know quite stringent on that because it tries to reduce the uh, the effectiveness of individual players on purpose to mm reinforce the command structure and the, and the um the teamwork in element so it's quite an interesting concept in that in that sense but that interesting yeah i found as like an individual player i found it quite frustrating at times to um to do and it's and it's weird coming from tarkov too it's such a weird game coming from tarkov because like 
obviously none of the guns are modded you're just like you know you're just given an ak-74m or, or whatever it is and and that's it and um it's just it feels really odd running like naked guns the whole time like you realize how kind of um you know full-on like commando you get in tarkov where you've got like all yeah. the gear and like it's very much <laughs> like i don't know like i think after playing it for so long like you kind of forget, almost forget the rpg element of it and realize that you do actually become this like incredible tank with you know ridiculous kit that no real military person would ever would ever be able to run and it's also kind of unnecessary but the game works in that way to give you progression so you have you know a gun with like all of the all of the baubles hanging off it and um and all of that stuff so it's just it was it was funny it it was funny going back to something that was like a lot more a lot more standard but yeah i hope they don't go fully on that way with inertia i think they they need to stop the ad80 thing but i don't think they need to take it into some like crazy mode you could probably because like cs has a little bit of inertia right and like you could yeah probably take it to that, that kind of be, level and it would probably yeah. be okay because cs has more like, inertia than cod i think um i feel like they I, could just copy like paste okay. csgo inertia and it would be totally fine i think so i think so that's kind like, of like where i would probably want it to be like um, maybe even a little bit looser than csgo like, yeah you know P- possibly but, but it, it yeah it just yeah i'm i'm excited for that change yeah exactly because exactly. trust me they, i yeah i jiggle peak i corner peak you have you know to you mean? have I, to you have, you to. have to you know i mean yeah yeah so but it's like they have it already right if you're over if you're super overweight and you try to sprint your guy has to like you know charge up um to actually get yeah. to full speed which i like it's they cool also i like have that. there's like i don't know what what it is but so like by default your sprint key is like hold shift is it or is it or is yeah, it toggle well i think and um, then like it's kind of toggle i think well i've got mine on toggle i can't remember what the default keys are so long ago yeah but it's like it's set up to where whenever you let go of sprint you do like a power slide yeah by default you know what i mean and there's yeah. like a way to like undo that so that way you can not constantly power slide yeah it you know so what I don't know if that's um, if they're going to like tackle that. They want it to be like where you can't just, you know, come out of a sprint. I don't know. Yeah, because I actually um, that's a funny one, because I do remember the uh, figuring out kind of like I I do it automatically without really thinking about it, because the way I always get out of that is by strafing. And so I oh, do like a, I do a little strafe every time I come to a stop just automatically. But you can just have the button again. It, it doesn't happen. Um yeah. Which I realized afterwards, but it's just like not what I do. I I, I tend to come out of it by okay, like doing a little strafe and it stops. But, uh, but yeah, and that's that's that actually is like the one surefire way to tell whether it's a scav or not normally, because the scavs when all do sprinting. that power slide when they stop. Oh, okay. Now I know what I got to do to be and an actor. Players, the players don't <laughs> do that almost almost never. It's only only by accident. Okay. And so if you hear it if you hear it twice, definitely the AI. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> it's hard though it's hard, much harder to figure out especially if you're just listening uh-huh. it used to be really really obvious because it was just you know consistent steady footsteps which never change in rhythm there's no change in direction and it was really really obvious but um but now it's like with the with them sprinting and stopping and stuff it was like trying to find a new tell the power slide is uh is the way it's the tell it's the tell waver in your chat says he's going to start power sliding everywhere now yeah <laughs> just to kind of freak people out yeah just turn back the other way and just yeah it's also the the scavs stood on um stood still and doing the spin the turn yeah the they'll out. do the hard spin yeah that's the other one as well because players yeah. typically don't do that either normally 
you do the you do the the you know the the rat walk on minimum speed and then you like walk and then turn and then stop um anyway <laughs> have you noticed that your stamina drains when you're low walking crouch i haven't i haven't i haven't sometimes yes sometimes no sometimes I can't, yeah i can't maybe it's a weight thing i can't figure out when it exactly happens i've not done like not a sure. great deal of testing on it yet so did we talk about this last time i think we did we mentioned about... it we touched on it okay. I, I touched on it i think saying that i noticed it once tried to test it and then it didn't happen so i was slightly confused as to uh whether it does or not but i don't know but um i think uh, in terms of their list i think that's everything i think that was all from from tarkov stuff started working on sites and optics overhaul which they said as well which is, should be quite nice um because some stuff just is really broken um just like the the effect around the outside of the scope on certain scopes eye cups that kind of thing that just doesn't really work which is quite cool so i'm interested to see what they do with that and um maybe hopefully there's something to do with zeroing in there that would be really mm-hmm. good i would really like that even just there's so many different things that they could fix and zeroing is probably one of the biggest like mil simi problems with the game and that like it's okay yeah. to a point and then but in certain situations it's just like completely broken and there's nothing you can do about it because you can't go and zero your own weapons you can't go and test it properly because the, the shooting range isn't long enough um and because it's set for like one particular bullet it just doesn't work like you need to either be able to like set the default bullet somewhere in the you know in the calibration of the gun or you need to be able to you know go and do your own zeroing so that you can go and tweak it yourself and, and test it and either either in raid or out of raid or something like that i hope i hope they fix that i really hope they fix that because it's it's very annoying it's very annoying, especially Tough for like the SMGs. What if you load two different rounds of like a US round and a you know BS round? Yeah, well then like that's a your fault. Round and a, then that's your fault. Well, yeah, but how are they gonna like account for that? Because the current system doesn't really account for that. Will they be able to account for that? Or are they just gonna? I don't know. Well, don't whether know. they either kind of like. I can think of two ways that they could do it, right? You could either say, I would like to calibrate my zeroing for this round. And then you just, you give it, like you tell it a round for that particular mm-hmm. gun and then it does it. And then if you load a different round in it, well, then that's just, that's, you know, that's on you. Or they make zeroing much more freestyle and allow you to just do what you want. And maybe like you, you could can go on the shooting range. Presets. Yeah, you could go yeah, on the shooting range like of some kind and you can right. set it up yourself. Or maybe you have some presets that like you set it up once, twice. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, if you could just use the default system if you want to, if it doesn't bother you too much, because it's only in, it's only certain guns and certain niche situations that it actually matters that much. Like, you know, weapons like the SVD doesn't really matter too much because all the bullets are kind of the same. I know they go different speeds, but it's not that bad. It's like you know, LPS versus SMB is not really going to be that big big of a deal. Um, and even for yeah, for like AKs as well. Like yeah, obviously the subsonic rounds is going to be you know you're going to need something completely different. But like PS and BP kind of go the similar speeds. The real the real problem is things like the MP5 SD where you've got seven M1 in there or um, you know PSO, and those go at like dramatically different velocities. It's insane how different they are. Um, and so yeah, like that that I actually didn't. I think I touched on this before as well, but like, I didn't understand why my bullets were going high with 7M1, with the MP5. No, it's because I was using 50-meter zeroed red dots with extreme bullet velocity, with zeroing connected to the PSO bullet. And so it mm. meant that the arc that it was expecting never happened. 
And so when I fired, it went way above the target instead. Yeah. So you get this big gap. So if you pick a, um, if you pick a uh, a red dot with a twenty five meter zero, it's actually that that difference is much less, and it goes much flatter. And um, because of that, so clearly, if you pick a twenty five meter zero with the PSO and you shoot over hundred meters, you'll get a lot more drop. But that's kind of more what you expect. I found, I think, like players don't mind dealing with with drop. I think that's okay because people can, you know, you sort of naturally aim above, right? You aim in front and above, and like, you kind of do that automatically from playing like mill semi type games for long enough. But to to fire and have the round go above your sight is really counterintuitive, and it like screws yeah. with my muscle memory completely. Um, and so I stopped using it until I realized that all the little the little tiny little collimators like the delta point have a twenty five meter zero, and then it kind of fixes it, which is which is quite nice. And Given that we're off on a completely wild tangent here, I may as well just derail this trend completely in talking about zeroing, which is something that is like really stupid, which I didn't actually realize. I can't believe I didn't realize this for a long time, but it's probably because I'm not really, I'm not like a real life guns person living in the UK, right? I can't get access to anything here. Um, and it's just like never really been something that it's just culturally not something that we really do. Um, but anyway, I, I didn't realize that a zero actually is two zeros at the same time, which like, it makes total sense. As soon as I saw it, I was like, duh, obviously. Because like when you zero for a particular range, right? It's like it arcs up to the target and then it arcs down again the other side. And so it's actually zeroed for two points. Both points will be on target. The first one as it comes out of, of the barrel. And then the second one as it comes up and back down again. The second point yeah. is also on the yeah. right line. Because your your trajectory, your ballistic trajectory is like an arc. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to hit something in that line there's actually two so you can zero for like 50 meters and 300 meters for example or like 100 meters and 400 meters together yeah. because you'll hit both those targets whereas the target in the middle of those like 250 no. will two. actually be too high <laughs> yeah interestingly <laughs> so but i didn't actually realize that for ages i thought that was um i thought that was interesting i mean it's really obvious oh. as soon as i saw it i was just like yeah it makes complete sense but um just never had any practical experience of it so it never really crossed my mind but that's not in the game so We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Tangent ended. Um, speaking of tangents, <laughs> the, the I found out the other day that the nine millimeter vector, its um, base uh, muzzle velocity is like 550, which is, in my opinion, kind of significant compared to the other SMGs because the other SMGs are around 300. Even the 45 so you vector. Mean the base velocity with. Like, what's the base ammo? Is it PSO again for the vector? I'm not actually sure. I don't know what the default ammo is. But, but we're saying with the same round, it's like, like 200 if, more. If you just buy the gun and no ammo yeah. is loaded into it, it's like yeah. 550. Interesting. Which is like 100 and like 250 points higher than like almost double what like the MP5 is or MP5 SD. Well, the MP5 SD is like is unnaturally low by design and so mm-hmm. it's kind of special i'd be interested to see how different it is to like the mpx the mp5 um and a couple so, of the others like that the mpx the like fully meta m4 looking well that, what the one with the 14 inch barrel yeah is like still 300 and something is it now that's fascinating okay yeah. that's fascinating i wonder why the vector's so high that sounds, that sounds kind of I, not right. I thought the same because the forty-five is three hundred something. Because I was because 
I just happened to notice it because I remember I was playing Shoreline and I was just like, you know, I'm gonna go Giga Chat, I'm gonna run a vector of seven and thirty ones, and there was a scav like, man, he had to have been like eighty meters out, and I aimed right at his head, and it went straight there, and I was kind of expecting to not one tap him, yeah, but it was like perfect accuracy, and I was like, huh, I guess seven and one was helping me out a lot, and then yeah, I don't know, because I I I swear the vector, you can just like another time I was fighting a PMC, and again I had to have been like. 80 meters away, maybe 100, and I just full-autoed him, and it was like, you know, it just the bullets were definitely hitting him. Might have been hitting him in the leg. They might have been dropping a little bit, but I feel like that extra 250 is pretty significant on that gun. I'll have to have a look at it. I mean, when I've used the Vector, I've not used it with anything other than AP6 and um, uh-huh. and 7N. So I've not used it with the lower rounds, and AP6 actually does have quite a high velocity anyway. Oh, um, but, it? It, okay. but it has felt very very straight <laughs> to me yeah we'll have when to i've test used it. it yeah it's it i mean it's felt the vector when i've when i've used the vector it has felt amazing honestly like the only reason mm. i've stopped using it is because it costs like 75k to fill a to yeah, fill a drum mag with uh with the with the best stuff and if you're yeah. not like ap6 is it's okay it's all right okay but if you meet someone with level five armor and you don't hit them in the head you're right. gonna die is kind of the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very bad against that kind of armor. Um, yeah. So you have to be quite confident that you're going to hit them in the head. Which, to be fair, with very little modding, you can get it to 26 recoil. And it is definitely feasible to shoot someone in the face with it. And I've done that a bit. But what's it now? 95k? The gun? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So it's still all right. Like it's, <laughs> I've, been, was, I've been, yeah, I've been playing around with M4s, and it's like they're more than that, you know. More what? Recoil? Expensive. Oh, expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just because. Yeah. Even if you go and buy an ADAR and then buy some bits, like your M4 is probably going to get to fifty recoil for like hundred and twenty. I was going to say hundred and thirty, maybe, and that's like really pushing it. Well, assuming you can get the ammo for a reasonable price, you do have a better. Uh, I mean, I the, guess a the, cheaper alternative than seven and thirty-one. That's the thing. The beauty of the of the M4 platform is the um, M855A1 just being so cost-effective. Yeah, which is the which is the good thing about it. But yeah, you have to mod the M4 a lot to make it useful. Whereas the Vector is just like put the muzzle brake on, boom, yep. off you go. It's very Pretty good. Much. It's very good. <laughs> I saw Landmark using it without the stock. <laughs> Oh, you what, can the one with the little ring with... thing on it. It's just yeah. like you could attach it to some kind of rope. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like it still looked busted with no stock. I was like, wow, that's insane. I think without stock, it's still like only 45 recoil or something, I think. It's yeah, it's I, I can't remember. Know. I looked at it once and I was like playing yeah. around with the modding, and I yeah, it wasn't it wasn't very high. It really mm-hmm. wasn't very high. Um but like you said, the base recoil is so low, so you're only you know the percentage lost or gain is very minimal yeah yeah you know i'm not even sure i'm not sure what the um, i don't actually have tarkov up otherwise i'd check but yeah i mm-hmm. don't know what the the base base rec- if you like strip everything off and just have like the block the main block of the gun mm-hmm. what that would be but i think it's got to be like 50 or 60 or something it can't, yeah, it can't, be, any, can't be any 40 yeah yeah no. but probably it probably is it probably is honestly um because your stock typically gives you uh what they like minus 30 percent roughly somewhere around there yeah something like that so um 
that sounds about right, like 50, and then the stock's like 30%. That takes you down to 35, and then you put on the muzzle brake, which is like another 10% off, off the original, as we now know. So that's 50 times. So that's another five points. So it takes you down to like 30. Um, sounds, it sounds about right, but it's it's insane. I think it's great. I think it's great. I mean, it's the single reason why AP6 uh, is all bought out all the time and why 7 and 31 is like 1,600 a shot now. Well, I think that and a while ago they buffed AP6 pin, mm, making it more reliable yeah. against class 3, mm. which means you can just go through most space shields. Yeah, which is kind of which was kind of the point, I guess. Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's mental. One one thousand six hundred and forty five a shot. Chat saying, which so yeah. you get a thirty three, a thirty three round mag of that. I mean, this that is, is yeah. You know what though? Now that now that I'm kind of getting towards the end game, I'm probably just going to start running it again. Because bought... why not? About like two million worth of <laughs> someone had like a hundred th- or a thousand listing. I was like, fuck it. I bought it. <laughs> and yeah. it's like two million. <laughs> I was like, ooh, felt that one. It's uh, so. it's it's good. It's a good gun. It's a good gun. It's a good gun. Well, I think we were I was gonna we were gonna talk about something else, but I think maybe we just leave it till next time. Um yeah. the only other thing, so Given we've got probably what like five minutes or something before, like yeah, I was thinking maybe you want to take questions from chat or like topics. Maybe chat wants to. We could do yeah. If anyone wants to wants to put any questions in chat, then feel free. But um, in the meanwhile, mm-hmm. um, something that I was I was on watching the community podcast a little bit, and there was a couple of mm-hmm. random questions that came up at the end, which was, um, which was kind of for, like they'd asked BSG some direct questions and got some answers from Nikita about a few random things which I thought was quite interesting so they asked him like how much does coronavirus had an impact on on the business and they said like some but it's not not a critical amount but the next one they asked like, what new guns were coming next and I hadn't actually seen this elsewhere maybe I've just been blind but um, they said the AEK 971 and the Scar H Scar L are coming the AK what was that a- AEK 971 Oh, I'm not. I think that was like a like a battlefield gun. AEK. I think yeah, it's like another AK hybrid. I can't remember which country it is. I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's. Um, it's not like a proper AK. I can't remember. It's someone else's. I can't remember who it is though. Um, I'm uh, someone. Someone who's like a proper proper gun person will have to tell me. Yeah, I'm looking at the, the chat. The wiki. Um, yeah, but Scar H Scar L would be cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that would be quite cool. Looks like it's just a multi-caliber AK. Oh, it is Russian. Okay, it is Russian. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm 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 excited for the scar. I think that would be that would be cool. Yeah, it'd be cool, especially if they have the variant like the was it five five six and then the seven six two. Exactly. So they're putting or them the both three zero eight. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. They're putting them both in, so that'd be that'd be um that'd be neat because then there's like another three zero eight variant that's more like an assault rifle, which is I exciting. really want. The AN ninety four, you know that would that be gun. that would be awesome. I just I remember, love yeah, that design. I remember having a great time with that in Battlefield Bad Company two. That's where mm-hmm. I used that gun a lot, and it was it was very very good. Chad saying this will be the first high fire rate AK in the game. Nine hundred RPM is the AK. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Oh yeah, it is nine hundred. Wow, that could be a big game changer, especially if it uses the uh, Golnik or the BS. 
that would be probably cool. shove the RPK um, down. Yeah, because the RPK is just kind of like everyone just uses it all the time for five or five, don't they? Yeah. How much? So chat says, how much bigger do you think they'll make factory? I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they'll make it, make it that much bigger. I reckon it'll probably be maybe twice the size, and maybe three times the size, like the same again three times. But I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be in that region. I think it'll be like double. I don't know. Yeah, that's the only thing I could see. I can't imagine yeah, they would can, make it. I don't, know. I don't know. That's tough because, like you said, they could make it like you know customs is like surrounding factory but it's all mm. like gated off you know and then you got like this outside area and you rush into factory yeah. through the gates i don't know i suppose it could end up being yeah it could end up being quite a lot bigger if they if they do that which we were talking about at the start and add that extra area around the outside could end up being like quite quite decent size if you have to enter into factory otherwise the only thing i could see them doing is like more tunnels and yeah i mean that's about it you know Maybe you could get on the roof top of the building or something. I don't know. And yeah. shoot down. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Because like, I think there's quite a lot above in Factory. So maybe it's going to have multiple floors. Yeah, you can like, yeah, that's... climb up or something. Isn't Lab's entrance going to be through Factory? Yeah, that that's uh, that's what they were saying. Yeah, we just weren't sure exactly how that was going to work and whether it was going to mm-hmm. be... Because I don't think... I, 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 touched on this before but i don't think like labs is not anywhere near factory so i think it would be some kind of like event to do it it would be some kind of transport or something um what else they say okay so yeah bsg on esports and private servers apparently they didn't give anything away they just said send any suggestions if you have events whatever just send it to invert battle state um can you go into water probably not but maybe in the far future maps for remodeling factory which we know about um What's their what's their policy on glitches? Um, you know, it's, you've got to read the Tarkov terms of service. Hard abuse is not allowed, but it's in beta, so there's going to be no penalties. Basically, not going to do anything. Um, and then they're going to the only other interesting one I think was that they wanted to bring in a uh, a lock system in the inventory so that you can't accidentally delete your own items. <laughs> huh. so you can like lock stuff in place. So you can't accidentally delete your thick case. That's kind of nice. Which is kind of nice. Yeah. So I guess that's like that's on the list. That's but, a good um, quality of life, yeah. Yeah, but I think the new, I think the new guns is the uh, is the cool one for that. I think it's, I think for it's sure. good. I so think it's good. Nikita slash BSG actually made appearance on the podcast, or they didn't make an appearance, but um, sneaky oh, like said a that. Q&A. Yeah, he had sent him some um, some questions okay. that people. I think I I'm not sure where he'd sourced the questions from. I think he might have got them on Twitter or something and asked people, you know, what would you ask? And then he got, you know, 10 questions that he asked Nikita and got some short answers. But it was it was all very, very short stuff. But the only thing that I had not heard before was the new guns. I didn't know that those two were coming next. Gotcha. So I thought, that was, uh, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I think that was interesting. Excellent reporting, Gigabee. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it yet. Yeah, I woke up at like 12 noon early and I open up the podcast VOD. I think it just ended and I was skimming through. I didn't see Nikita stuff. And I was like, well, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I told she to, I told Jay wasn't going to be able to make it. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. It was interesting anyway. It was interesting. Anyway. We had, had some good people on it. So it's not, a, you know, no, no hardship. It's no hardship. Cool. So I think like, yeah, I guess we did kind of want to talk about the new player experience, but I think we're going to talk, we'll, we should talk about that next time. Maybe we'll make it into yeah. more of like a, a full length thing. Cause there's um, just enough to talk about, about, you know, 
continuing changes and whatnot um, in this one. So we'll leave that to next time. For sure. Cool. Um, cool. Yeah, that about wraps up the show. I think uh do another episode Friday. And maybe we'll have a guess. I don't know. I have to uh, dig into that. Yeah, we'll dig into that. We'll have a think about it, see who's appropriate, contact a few people, and then see if we can get someone on. All right, guys. Cool. Uh, Have a great evening. All right. See you, everyone.